Today I'm talking with Amanda Root of Snow Moon Tarot. She's a friend of mine. I met her online. She's she's really cool. I enjoy her and her laugh is brilliant. We had a conversation and it turned into a slice of life, but we still get to know Amanda a lot better. Thanks for joining me. Welcome to Blue Lightning Healing Meditations. My name is Susie Parker Goins. I'm a channel, so I bring forward your guides so you can connect more easily with them, allowing you to have soul deep conversations with them whenever you want. I'm also an energy healer, past life explorer, a teacher. My goal is to empower you by teaching you these techniques that you can use on your own. We work together to find and identify the blockages to your growth and release them, inviting you to explore your possibilities. I'm available for phone and virtual sessions, and with Washington opening up, I'll be at many of the in-person events. The best way to contact me is Susie, that's S-U-S-Y, Susie at BlueLightningHealing.com. Visit BlueLightningHealing.com for up-to-date information. Blessings. I don't know. Picking up a random person here. Do you know Amanda Root? Here. You will now. Come hey, on random over. Person? Yeah. She <laughs> loves meeting random people. <laughs> that's what I was looking for. <laughs> oh my God. That's really funny. Okay. 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 So welcome to Blue Lightning Healing Meditations. This is Susie Parker Goins, and today I have the immense pleasure of bringing on my friend Amanda Root. See, I met you online, right? I, it sounds that sometimes sounds so sketchy. I know that sounds really <laughs> dark, but it was very nice, actually. It was great fun. We met through the <laughs> MeWe online events, and she she's an amazing talent. I've gotten a reading from her, and I just she got so excited about it. You got so excited that made me so happy that it was something you wanted to do. <laughs> Instead of like, oh, we're reading, yeah. Oh, yeah, it was very in depth. So, tell us what kind, yeah, let introduce yourself, Amanda. No, it's <laughs> for really lack of exciting it. whenever I read someone's energy for the first time because every time I get this new picture and I'm like, ooh, what's that? What's going on? This is fun. Um, I do something that as I think has no name, we energy art rune readings, maybe energy art charts. I'm not totally sure, but my website, snowmoontarot.com. And what I do is offer people a picture of their energy. I draw it using runes as a foundation for the reading. And then I draw pictures, symbols, colors, numbers of things in and outside of the, of the rune wheel. And I read it and I can find blocks, energy drains, places of illness, where people have gifts, where messages from spirit. I mean, really, we never know. Anything pops up in these things. <laughs> But yeah. yeah, that's what I fall in, have fallen into doing. Okay, so you fell into doing it. How? What was? What was that? Falling. The uh, process of me falling. Yeah. <laughs> what was that cliff you you fell off of to get I to that? Know. Falling, push. No, I don't know. Um, we're gonna blame the internet and the black little boxes on Zoom of people sitting in them. Just and me looking at the computer at the online fair with all these little boxes of people being slightly overwhelmed at all of the energy that I wasn't able to compartmentalize as I usually did before COVID. 
the whole aspect of computer involvement with the whole thing. Just, just a little added energy that I wasn't really used to dealing with. So I found myself drawing. What before I'd give my talk on runes or before I do tarot readings, I would be drawing along the side of it. And I've always been, I've always drawn, right? So this is something I always just do. And then I was drawing to just organize my thoughts and then I was drawing the runes and then I was, found myself doing the same thing over and over. I don't know how it actually started with the circle of runes. I would just, I think I was probably just trying to like solidify my memory where they went. I don't really know. And then they just turned into these drawings. And then as I was talking to people that had questions and I would look at the drawing and I would look at the person, I was like, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> <This is everything." laughs> and then you guys are all supportive saying, I think you have something there. And then it turns out that other people are thinking I have something too. So it looks like I have something here. <laughs> so the drawings have just been a recent thing we I, I got to be there at, at the inception of the room yes we were there at the inception oh, oh my gosh if I wore mascara I'd be so afraid <laughs> it would run oh I, I mean, I've always drawn things like I remember over the years like I would draw like just to stay calm so and it would turn into like having the information in it you know like I drew the tick before my kid was diagnosed with Lyme disease I drew like other things like that were like relevant so I've always done it but I've never done it like in a more, in a professional way, you know, uh -huh. except for the past year. Oh, wow. So what did you do before that? Oh, I was just a regular tarot and runes reader. Okay. So how'd well, you get into tarot? Other things too, but how, for psychic fairs. Yeah. Yeah. So how did you get into tarot? <sighs> Tell us the spiritual path of Amanda Root. Do, but I'm trying to think. Um, one funny memory would be, oh, wait, hold on. There's this one actual thing. This is how I ended up at that metaphysical supply store in the first place. I was trying to find a book on Enneagrams. I don't, I never even did. And I don't even completely know what an Enneagram is at this point. But in Googling like book on Enneagram, I ended up at this metaphysical supply store. I had no idea what any of this stuff was. If you'd asked me like earlier in my life, I would have been like, Okay, that's weird. <laughs> I don't know what you all are doing. That's not it. Anyway, I went in. They had crystals everywhere. I'm a huge rock hound, right? So I was like, ooh, crystals everywhere. This is good. And then in talking to the owner, she was like, maybe you want to take a class on tarot. And I was like, I actually absolutely do not because I have no need for that. This was me answering her, like literally. I remember, I remember most of the conversation because it's kind of funny. Every time in my life when I say I'm absolutely not going to do that, I end up doing it. Yeah, it's like yeah. a strong feeling one way or the other, right? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, and then I we took a class and I was like, oh my gosh, it's like the human condition in like 22 cards. This is crazy. And then I got like fairly obsessed, and I have maybe have 50 decks and started drawing my own, and I don't know. It was a, it was a another falling of sorts. Oh, nice! And then falling. Did that lead into runes? Well, runes I liked even more than tarot, but I found it harder for me. So, okay, like one of my challenges in life is that I have a lot going on in my mind, and I don't always pick the right things to say. So, I'm comfortable with everything inside my head. And then out of what I, this is, is this now, right now, this is an example of how this isn't going to make any sense. <laughs> I have a lot in my head. Not everything comes out and not everything that's whatever. 
anyway, forget it. So with tarot is very easy. It compartmentalizes my thoughts and my words and makes it a very linear story and very easy for me to do, right? Runes, although they go with my soul better, they're more esoterically aligned with how I feel about cosmic reality. They are, they were harder for me to get the right words to come out in connection with each other. Hmm. So I had to like, I know that sounds weird. I had to master tarot before I could do the runes. Okay. That makes sense. I had to really get that completely down and before to compartmentalize like my brain enough so that I could really read the runes in a way that, that aligned with how I communicate as a human. Okay. Cause like, or I'd look at it and I'd be like, there's so much in that. Like, what do I say? I only have like 15 minutes and I'd be like, but that's like a book. <laughs> you know, I don't know. <laughs> out of a single rune, you could get it. Wow. Well, no, out of like a reading. You can oh, go okay. on about runes. Yeah. Runes are like, they're just, oh yeah. They're yeah. Like, don't get me started. No, that's the point. <laughs> that's the point of the interview to get you going on them. Cause I don't know anything. I love, I love the runes. Uh, they're just, yeah, they're definitely, um, a little more about spiritual seeking, a little more about spiritual development for me and less about concrete things. So if you want a reading about like something very specific, then I would use the cards because like the cards are just very, very simply and specifically saying, you know, what you should do versus like the runes are more big picture energies and esoteric meanings and like soul journey purposes of life kind of things. Okay. So if you, I'm, I know a little bit about runes, like they are in uh, what an ancient form of writing. Could you give me some of that historical context for oh, them, sure. please? They actually started out being used for divinatory and protection purposes. People would write them on, there's 24 symbols that the Vikings, people associate with the Vikings and ancient Germanic tribes. And they're, they're 24 symbols that now go along with 24 letters of the alphabet now, more or less. Um, but initially they weren't used for writing. They were actually used for divination and protection and people oh. would carve them on their swords going into battle. They would combine them in different ways for protection. They'd write them over the door of their house, like as you know, go in. And then they mm -hmm. turned into being a system of writing. So actually people use them before they were even literate, like before they could even read. They use oh. them just as symbols. Oh. And then they turned into being the, the basis people believe for like writing because you see rune stones all the runes written on them like they obviously said meant something right yeah. um but then it's like it went backwards I think it was in the 70s or the 80s where they started becoming used more for divinatory purposes again and people started looking back at the not just how to use them for writing but how to use them for um for doing readings again like they got they had a resurgence and people started researching them again and studying them and writing about them and like what's that guy, Idrit Thorson, Diana Paxson. There's some good names of people that really started out the people, you know, academically going into the meaning behind them and that kind of thing. And if you want, I have an app on my phone so you can even still write in runes on your phone. <laughs> There's an app for that, Susie. <laughs> I was pretty excited about that find. But, um... yeah. Well, okay, so you've already talked about it. No. So your readings, I know from experience, your readings are very in-depth and, and they can go really far and wide. So for you, what kind of, what kind of prep, preparation do you do with a reading? I mean, somebody makes an appointment, somebody pays, and then you let loose. You don't, do you do it on the spot or do you do all the prep work? What do you, how does that work? 
It, you know, it varies because sometimes like when I'm at, working at a shop, if someone walks in, they want a drawing reading right then. I can do it right then. In which case I would be drawing as I'm talking to them. And in the, so I would draw, I have them talk, but I don't want them to tell me anything personal, just like chat, you know, don't tell me, don't give, don't give it away. Don't give me the answers. Don't tell me the questions, you know, just like communicate energetically interact, but don't talk about, you know, actual stuff yet. And so I'll be drawing their energy and then talking about, and they'll see it happen. So it's the fun thing about that I find is that they can see what I do first. They're like, Ooh, what's that huge leaf on the side that came out first? Or what's that star or what's that symbol? And how come there's that dark part of it? You know, that kind of thing. They can see it as it grows and develops. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so there's nothing quite like that organic direction. That's really fun. It's a little more nerve wracking for me. Well, I'm a liar during it. I'm not nervous at all the idea of it but the problem is since I'm kind of not a procrastinator with this kind of thing so if I know ahead of time someone's coming in if I just have their name I will just start getting information for them right so I just want their first name I don't want to know anything else don't tell me anything first name that's it <laughs> and then I'll get like pictures for them and I'll get I'll start getting information and then I'll start doing the drawing and I'll start putting it together and then by the time I meet with them it's like now I've already done the reading it's, it's almost like not like I'm being an overachiever, but like, I just want to get it done. Right. So that I could do a good job and make sure it's good and whatever, but yeah. Okay. That makes sense. So, so as, as detailed as my reading was, you spent quite a bit of time in there. Oh, beforehand. It. Yeah. I probably spent about three or four hours. Is that an average number? An yeah, average normal. Okay. Wow. Okay. I just take, I like to take my time. I like to enjoy the process of it unfolding, you know, Ooh, that's an interesting idea, enjoying the process. And so you do the process and then I, I can see that you had a lot of fun explaining it to me. You took, you were just so excited explaining what you got out of it for me. Does that sort of happen with other folks too? When you go, oh no, see, there's this and this. It does. I'm sorry. I feel like don't, you're special to me, Susie, but I do always get excited. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm just an excited person, you know? because it's always so cool how things will come together. And well, lots of times what I'll do actually is that I'll do the, re the work of the reading beforehand and I'll get the information on the paper, but I won't actually write, I'll take some notes, but I won't actually write it down like linearly. I'll more like have the ideas of it. And then in the process of communicating, I put it together more in a story kind of form. Okay. I feel like I could write it down in a story kind of form without speaking to the person but that for me would be kind of hellish and like way too much work because uh, yeah. I feel like I would be overthinking it and just worrying about it whereas in a conversation it's a piece of cake you just talk about it and it it's magically like you know it just it's easy yeah and it's up to the to the read read to the client to, to take notes and take what they want from it yeah yeah well that's cool and okay no I don't want to ask about that um what have you gotten as far as learning to work with the runes and doing your drawings like that? What has been, what are some of the great things that you've gotten out of it? Lessons, skills. Yeah, it's an amazing skill, I must say. I hear what you're asking me, okay. but that's not why I do these things. 
okay. Gonna sound, this is going to sound different. So I got the lessons before working with the runes and okay. then working with the runes helped me put language on things that I already knew were a thing, but it helped me find ways to communicate with other people. So they didn't, the, working with runes didn't give me the lessons. It just helped me communicate the lessons or communicate information that people needed to hear. Oh, does that make sense? Yeah, it does. It really does. Um, let's see. Jesus, I sit there and say, yeah, we're going to do this. And it's all out of my head. Um, oh yeah. Welcome to my journey. Yeah. <laughs> I can completely relate to that. That's why I see pen, paper, drawing, look, it's a circle. It's the circle. <laughs> so, okay. Do you want to talk about some of the readings that we've seen? I mean, they're, they're, they're documented online so people can go to the MeWe online events. YouTube. Yeah. Or even my website, you have like, I have a scrolling gallery on my website of lots of different pictures of readings. Yeah. So like, you start off. So a session with you, let's talk about what a basic session is. I mean, like if you just show up at yeah with me and then you're like here I'm here okay do a reading for me now and I'm like okay I get my paints out I get my pens I get my paper and I go <laughs> and I draw the circle which is like this right and then I fill in all the runes and as I'm pausing or if I make a mistake so I can do the runes without making a mistake right but if I'm doing a reading for you and then I make a mistake in the order that's obviously meaningful um well, you know, obviously we, I'm talking to a fellow reader. So like, yeah. obviously that's symbolic, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there are no mistakes. So, yeah, um, I pay attention to the words I use. And if it blurts out, it's like, I want to change that. But no, that's the right word. So or if you've said a word that you've never used in your life, then you're like, uh -huh. okay, that's kind of curious. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So and then so you do the rune wheel and, and you know, nobody can see it, but it's two circles one inside the other with little chambers i guess you could see it you know almost yeah. like spokes 24 and you write squares inside of two concentric circles okay and so you fill it in from there and then you elaborate on it we've seen one where i guess it was a training panel where i thought it looked like a broom somebody thought it looked like eyelashes i don't know but it's it's fascinating to me oh and yeah everyone that's the one everyone thought it was a rake and i was like i think that's a broom but you could see it as a rake i mean there's many different ways to interpret it just like if you look at a tarot card people will see different things in it it's the same yeah thing. yeah and and there was that one training panel you had us drawing and i actually drew a circle i didn't do runes because i don't know runes but it really helped me break through and and start to do other things like light language so i it's a fat you teach it do you teach how to do this or is this um you know i do through those classes that we're doing for people just to teach the idea of everybody can draw just pick up a pencil you're good you know it doesn't matter what it looks like because you're really doing it as a portal and as a way to connect it's really irrelevant what it looks like at the end you know sometimes yeah. my drawings look really cool and beautiful sometimes i'm like mm, you know it's I don't know. Well, they like them. People tend to like them either way, but sometimes I'm less happy with the way it looks because I'll be like, that's not pretty, but you know, I can't really help it. That's just what it is. <laughs> and then it's really the reading. I don't know. Wait, what did you ask me? I'm off track. Uh, do you teach it? But so we do the training panels. We do the training panels. I think I'll teach more at some point, but right now I'm so busy doing it that I don't really have the time to teach it. Okay. Because you would have to break it down. 
because somebody like me would go, how you, but. Well, and then you're asking someone to explain what they do when they're in a channeled state. So, um, so you do channel, so you do go out into a zone. Oh yeah. I don't like do this with my mind. I do this when I'm not in my mind. (laughs) That's okay. Yeah. So that's your form of channeling. Yeah, no, definitely. I'm definitely not. So I'll look down, I'll be in the channeled state and I'll do the drawing and then I come in and out of it during it. So I used to just do the channel state and then look at it at the end. But now since I don't so many of these, I will see myself going in and out. So I'll do like, I'll, I'll do some of the drawing and then I'll come into the reading it like, Oh, that could be this go into the drawing and then, Oh, that could be this like as I'm doing it. But then as soon as I go into the, Oh, that could be this. I'm like, knock it off, go back to the chain. So like, I (laughs) not yet, Amanda, wait till the end. And so, but at the same time, it's almost like a, it's easier now because it used to be, it used to take, it used to take a lot more work for me to read it because I wouldn't look until the end. And then I'd be like, Holy crap. <laughs> but now I'm like, okay, wait, no, it's, I know how this happened. I know how it transpired. I remember the process. I remember where it went from there to there. I can see now, now that I've done more of these, I can easily more easily see like the larger energies at play and more of a, more of an umbrella of what's actually the problem versus just like when I first started doing this oh my goodness you probably I don't know if you heard me do this but it's like I would have to tell all these different little pieces and then finally I'd be like oh I get it it's this (laughs) and now I'm done enough where I can be like okay we're having some relationship issues or we're having a problem with trust or you know so thank god I got to this point because that was like that was a lot before I mean it was just so many little pieces it's like it's like doing a little tiny puzzle, a big puzzle with a lot of little pieces, but not having the box to look at. Oh. That's what it used to be like. Oh, and yeah. now I can see the pieces and I can see the, I can see the picture as it's coming together. It's easier for me. Okay. So you, you've had that opportunity. It's fascinating to me that you say you go in and out of the channeled state while you do it. So when you're out of the channel channeling state, does that state inform what happens when you do in the channeling? Do you like, cause no. I would, it doesn't. No, cause there's no deciding the channel state's the channel state. When I'm in that state, I'm just go. I'm not, I'm, I'm not, a, I'm like a conduit. I'm not a participant. Right. Okay. Okay. So it's you don't just like to being in two places at once almost, but not at once. Cause it's back and forth, but it's back and forth fast enough where it feels like I'm almost in two places at once, but it doesn't, it feels like I'm in one place and the other place. And you know, don't they say that about like, that's, I've heard that about people that say, if you can do five things at once, no one can actually do that. You're actually switching your attention from thing to thing to thing. And you're not doing five things at once. You're just switching your attention really fast. I've read that somewhere. at one point. Oh, I've never heard that. Okay. So I think that's the same thing. It's like, it feels like on some capacity, I'm doing two things at once. And yet I'm aware that I'm not, I'm going back and forth between the channeled and the not channeled state. Okay. Like the channeled versus the reading state, you know? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Channeling, reading or interpreting state. Okay. So you can just pop out long enough to go, Oh, okay. That's what that is. And then go back into it. Yeah. I'm sure it happens much faster. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. And what's, I've had, I've experienced it in both ways where you did it, where it was focused on me and whatever question I had. And then when you did it at a group event and to see all these different components come in, that energy from that person asking about their relationship or this person asking about their job and seeing all of this these different energies coming in and Mm -hmm. 
I, they don't necessarily connect, but you know, for me, the art of it is amazing because I wouldn't have thought to do it that way, but I wouldn't have thought to do that. And you bring in but then color. They do connect, right? Cause it's group dynamics. Yeah. So those group dynamics are really interesting. I wonder, yeah, that would be something that would be fascinating if we could contain it and keep the same group, like over the course of a certain, a few weeks and see how those dynamics changed in the arts. Mm, yeah. That'd be really cool. That would be. Cause I know I, I was in a class where I learned light language and that group dynamics shifted quite a bit. And as we all grew in what we could do, I think that's something we need to kick around to Lorelei. <laughs> I like that. I know as trust develops, as trust of self and trust of others increases, what happens with the picture? Yeah. Curious. I know. Yeah. yeah. Curious or curious or. I'm actually, so this clubhouse group that I'm co-founding with these people, they've nominated me to be the record keeper. So I'm just going to do drawings like I do. And every time we have a meeting, I'm so we're going to have like a development of like, what happens? Okay. So tell me more about clubhouse. I, I, you know, I know you are in it and, and there's all been this whole flurry of activity around it. Well, it's basically just like a social media app, but it's very auditory based. It's all talking. And so at first I thought that was a horrendous idea because really like I prefer to draw and then talk with pictures, pictures, some words. I mean, yeah. I talk, but talking without pictures seems like really boring to me, but you're, I'm able to change my profile picture so that I can show pictures of what I'm doing. And I'm still able to draw during it. It's just not the same thing as during the fairs when people can see me doing it, right? It's more, right. Um, yeah, behind the scenes. But yeah, I just met some people from all over the world, actually. There's four of us working together and we're going to be leading groups based on, basically it's a collection of intuitives. So it'll be a place where people can connect with other intuitives and also a place where people can develop their intuition and grow. Yeah intuition collective on clubhouse is the name of it okay i will be doing readings for people and participating in just like a just running the whole shebang we're not you know it's in the beginning stages so we're just getting members and we're going to start probably pretty soon but okay so does it meet at a regular time it's going to yeah okay. when it hasn't been decided yet but. okay still in the formative stages okay. yes it's in the formative stages we have a meeting today at one o'clock so we'll see. One o'clock okay. my time, three o'clock for someone else, four o'clock for someone else, and nine o'clock for somebody else. Oh, wow. That's why Clubhouse is so cool because that's okay. neat, right? It's fun. That's very cool. Okay. So, and they can, anybody could find you there as Amanda Root? Oh, I am Amanda Root dot art. Dot art. On okay. Instagram and Clubhouse. Okay, cool. So let's see. So your readings can include, well, you've already talked about how they can include like general, general themes and you, you go the spectrum with them, can't you? Cause you've talked about medical conditions. If there's some sort of health issues, relationship jobs, you can, it goes, does it go like really microscopic and then to the macrocosm, yeah. microcosm to the macrocosm? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I've drawn past lives for people. I've drawn, um, I've drawn like dead pets. I've drawn, oh, if I get the dots going with the dots, oh geez, here we go. The other day I drew like someone's face, there was like a dead grandmother's face popped up. I don't know, that's like, I'm not gonna say that's gonna happen every day, but we never, like, I don't know what's gonna happen. Like anything can, can come up. I drew someone's tattoo that time. Yeah. 
that was curious yeah curious Susie I never know it's always different well I feel like the main point of it it's kind of like it's kind of like when a medium gets evidential information when working with a client and that's what builds trust for the message to come in and I feel like that's kind of what I'm doing it's so I'm connecting on a level where they know I'm connected because well I drew their tattoo do you know what I mean so like so then they trust the message and the message is probably the actual message is probably something that's not necessarily, you know, that could be applicable to different people. So if I just gave the message without the, the pictures, the evidential pictures, then it might not be, I don't know. I feel like they just help build trust. Yeah. Well, I like having something tangible in front of you. You know, you talked about doing Tarot. Um, they are something in front of you that you can just connect with and your drawings are something you connect with. You connect with the guides, your guides, their guides, everybody's guides. And you can- There's a guide for everybody. There is. Nobody's <laughs> left behind. So being able to connect that way and then having a drawing in front of you saying, well, this is your energy here and this is when you were talking. That's always amazed me. Oh yeah, this was going on here and that was going on there when you did those group ones. When you do it online, when you do it at the MeWe events, we've got the Rune Cam, which is your phone that sits over your artwork, your drawing, and then the one on your face. So we get to watch it as you go. It's like magic. It is. I don't know. I mean, that's what people say. I don't know because I'm just in it. So yeah, well, you're in it, but <laughs> then like my regular life. <laughs> we're well. I remember the first few times you did it, and Lorelai's all like, "Show us, show us." You no, no, I don't want to show you. It's like, oh, please. Like, and that's when we got the room cam up and and started to see that that skill that that process evolve, and that's been amazing. So, I'm. I'm impressed. Well, obviously you're going to be able to do this off the cuff. So when you do readings, uh, where do you, where, you've got a weekly gig, right? Oh yeah. I'm working at a local shop at Stargazers doing, and I'm there for 11 to six on Thursdays and every fourth Saturday. So um, yeah, I'm sitting there and having people, most people think they want a tarot reading. And then I say, you might want a tarot reading or maybe you want a drawing. And then sometimes people, People like what they're comfortable with. So sometimes people take a tarot reading first and then go with the drawing another time. Or sometimes people are like, wait a minute, that's cool. I never heard of that. And I'm like, no, you haven't. And there's a reason you haven't heard of it. Because I made it up. (laughs) It's not really a thing, but now it is. It Um, is a thing. Yeah, no, for sure. It is a thing. It's just not a thing that you can Google. No, it's not. And that's okay, because this is your thing. And that's a cool thing. Yeah. No, it's, you know, why would I want to be like everybody else, Susie? No, no, we don't need to be like everybody else. Yeah. You know, I just couldn't do it normally. Even this. No, you're right. You're right. Normal, uh, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Like I was box related and I'm out the door. Yeah. Yeah. The box is warm and cozy. Yeah. No, I'm going to bust down that wall. Even just setting up for in-person events, it's like, no, I can't sit on that side of the table. I need to sit out in the middle of the aisle. Thank you. (laughs) I know. We're going to mill around. We are. Oh, you know, one thing, another thing I do with these drawings that I forgot to mention is that I had someone say to me a little while ago, okay, well, what do you do with it? I mean, well, besides just, you can appreciate the fact that that's what my energy looks like and that's what the reading's about, right? So it's kind of like a photograph of a reading, right? Um, but then also working to visualize 
visualize that's your energy and then to shift it. So you can see visually on the paper, um, sometimes I draw like parts of people's astrology charts and that kind of thing, or I can draw like, you know, where different energy is located in the wheel. So I could, if you imagine your wheel, imagine your drawing and then try to shift the energy like visually, like with your mind, does that make sense? So it's like, okay, you see these, for example, wait, let me get, a, I'm gonna get a, I need a visual aid. I need a visual aid to speak, hold please. I did a reading for someone a little while ago and I remember talking about, hold on. Okay, wait, here it is. See if this comes out without a visual aid. But so this was the reading, right? Okay. And then what I remember talking to her and this is gonna be like, I'm not gonna be specific. I'm gonna be like basic when I talk about this but it has to do with moving forward. It'd be beneficial to gather up the orange from these different areas and to try to push the colors of this into this here. So okay. visualizing this as your energy and then gathering up some of the color from these different places and putting it and moving that color with your mind into that location. Does that make uh, sense? I think so. Yeah. So energetically so, working on your, your energy, but in, in an abstract way, like working on it symbolically in your mind with the visual, um, with visualization. So it's not just a snapshot of this is what you are right now. You've got some, some suggestions something to work with for the future yeah for sure yeah some and also it is a snapshot but like for me this is very moving like this isn't really stagnant so whenever i say right. there's something on clubhouse i was actually seeing about like what was it i don't even know the words for this it had to do with pictures that move so you can do electronic pictures but they have moving parts of that and i'm like wow if i could figure out how to do that because when i see these pictures for people they're not i draw non-moving pictures, but I'm not seeing non-moving pictures. I'm seeing moving things. Oh. Yeah. I'm realizing so they're that animated in your head? Yes. In my head they're moving. Oh, so this wow. is like this is like a, the best approximation that I can do. But like in it's way more movement in my mind. Oh wow. And is that information you convey in the midst of a reading? Yeah, I describe what's happening with it with the energy I'm describing the flow of energy and how I'm seeing it for sure. Oh, cool. And then to have those suggestions for movement, um, I, you know, recommendations for what they can do to shift. Yeah. Kind of okay. like, you know, if you go into a meditation and you're going on a journey, so journeying into your, into your own energy wheel, it's a path for journeying into the energy wheel and it's a map to, you know, effect change basically. Oh, if you're cool. feeling stuck, then you can do X, Y, Z. Shift this here, shift that there. Focus on this part of it, you know, and see this happening, and that can help you shift it. Okay. I got to make a note. Oh, and I have the doorbell, and I'm going to have the dogs. Here we go. Okay. Incoming. Okay. Cool. Oh, this is exciting. My dryer just got here. We haven't had a dryer in a month. Oh, we hang up our clothes a lot. Yeah, so did I for the last month. Oh, no, we've been doing this like every summer. It cuts our energy bill in half. Oh I really well, I mean, I guess. I don't know. So um, what else do you want to, what are the questions you want me to ask? Um, I don't know. I think we covered everything. Okay, so... Okay. Okay, where okay, so you've got your gig in at Stargazers and that's in Kirkland. 
I think it's in Bellevue. I'm not Bellevue? totally sure. I don't know. I keep saying Kirkland and you keep saying Bellevue. I feel like it's Bellevue. Okay. It's on the edge. Okay. Well, it's in near Seattle. I could just look it up. How about? I'm and then we sure could... it's Bellevue. It's okay. Bellevue. It's Bellevue. All right. So, so you do Thursdays in Bellevue at Stargazers and then every fourth Saturday and you're doing online events. Yep. Um, do you do anything besides MeWe online? Clubhouse. That's it. Clubhouse. Okay. So Clubhouse and that's, oh, what's the name of that group? Whoa. Sorry. My front door is now flying open. Okay. We don't need all the pets escaping. No, that would be bad. That would be bad. Um, the name of my Clubhouse group is Intuition Collective. Intuit. Okay. So I want to go ahead and rehash where we can find you because it was so disjointed. So every Thursday in Bellevue at Stargazers and that's yeah. 11 to 6? Yep. Okay, 11 to 6, and then every fourth Saturday. Then you're doing Clubhouse, the Intuition, in, intuition, intuition Collective, and you're doing MeWe online events, and then you'll be doing in-person events. I'll actually get to meet you face-to-face. -face I know, yeah. In August. I'm so excited when we're both driving down to Ocean Shore, driving over to Ocean Shore. Maybe even on Saturday. Maybe. I got to, yeah, I got to call in on that one. So um, that's so excited. So let's go ahead and run through how all the ways to contact you then, please. Okay. Website. Now? <laughs> no, right you... now? Yes. <laughs> I'm, busy. I'm drawing. I don't know what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> tell me, tell me when. All right. Yes. So all how... the ways to contact Amanda? Yes. Oh, this looks like a foot. That's weird. Okay, sorry. Um, Did I put one in my mouth? No, I don't think I have. <laughs> I think it's going to turn into a flower. It's going to be only a foot for a second. Um, I'm going to be, okay, wait, let's do this quick because we're going to be having drier pieces going in and out of the house in like two seconds. Um, we can reach me on snowmoontarot.com. That's my website. Um, I am on Instagram at amandaroot.art. I'm also on Clubhouse at amandaroot.art. I'm at the MeWe Fairs online with you and Lorelai and everybody. I am going to be in person events, um, various fairs around the state of Washington. And what else? There's one other thing. Stargazers. Did I say Stargazer. that already? It's called Stargazers in Bellevue. We've yeah. 11, yes, 11 to six on thursdays and every fourth saturday okay cool <laughs> do i know if i'm coming or going ask me that soon. i don't know you got a dryer coming in that's amazing I do. That's i'm gonna draw a map of where i am thank you dan oh someone closed the door for me that felt helpful yeah 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 we did the trifecta of appliances earlier this year fridge uh, stove and washer dryer yeah so. we've already done dishwasher and refrigerator yeah it's uh, it should last forever. I'm thinking. God, I hope so. Yeah. So, okay. Well, I guess, do you have any final thoughts? No. Okay. <laughs> I don't. And I, yeah, I know. Not really. Yeah, that's good. Cause we just kind of went during the whole thing anyway. Well, that's yeah. cool. Okay. Well, thank you so much. And we will, I'll see you soon. I don't know if I'll see you like, saturday or not i've got to check and see what that is and this isn't going to be up in time for that to promote that oh 
Oh yeah. Okay. Well, I wasn't even thinking about that. Yeah, I do. Cause you know, that's if somebody's your, got something to really promote, yeah, I'll try to get it up before I'll see where I'm at in the calendar to get this up in before ocean shores. That oh yeah, that'd be good. Cause then you could be like, come meet us at the thing. Yeah. So I'll do that. Okay. Let's see. Ocean shores. Okay. Well, cool. Well, this has been Susie Parker going to blue lightning healing and Amanda root and we can find her around town and all the places. Cause she's very cool and groovy. And so cool. Give her a holler. <laughs> did you say cool and creepy? What did you say? Cool and yeah, there's a lot of editing going on in this. That one. sounded weird. It did. Wait, oh. do the last part again and say Amanda Root of snowmoontarot.com. Okay. Okay. So thank you so much, Amanda Root of snowmoontarot.com for joining me today and talking to me about your, your, let's see, arty fart. No, that's not it. Um, your, your. <laughs> Take three. What are we talking about? Threes? <laughs> Actually, that's name's taken by a graphic designer in Dublin, so I can't, you can't oh use it. Oh my God, that is really funny. But your art charts, your rune art charts. I don't know. We're going to have to work. No, you're going to have to work on that. I don't have to use that I royally. totally like, I'm comfortable with the we, Susie, honestly. Okay. <laughs> we're gonna have to work on that because i'm out of ideas <laughs> <laughs> we'll have a drive in front of us in august if you haven't figured it out by then <laughs> i like it sounds good okay well thanks again and great until next time blessings <laughs> we're gonna turn off the recording <laughs>